From Relay FM, you're listening to Conduit, the show where we can do our own thing with our own productivity systems. Welcome to Conduit, the show that brings the chaos to you. This episode is brought to you by Ecamm. I'm Kathy, and with me today is my favorite co-host of the show, Jay Miller. Hi, Jay. Hello. I don't have a witty thing this time, um, although I did learn that apparently you can't buy knees on eBay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. We had a very interesting uh, pre-show where we talked about the Stanley Cup chaos um, and what that means. <laughs> I just realized that it's called the Stanley Cup chaos. So I was like, wait, what happened in hockey? <laughs> yeah, not that Stanley Cup. Oh, that's uh, the only one the that matters. That can uh, keep ice in your cup in the middle of a car fire. Um. Uh, this week in the Discord was all about the Vision Pro. There was a huge, like, lots of fun discussions, conversations. We got to support our panda of the show, James, uh, with PCALC being ready for day one for the Vision Pro. There was conversations about, like, size, like, how to size it properly and, like, people buying them and traveling and all sorts of things. Very consumerism-based, but that's okay because it, you know, it's, uh, yeah. When does your headset show up? Uh, never. Okay, just checking. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. don't have that uh, budget. Option. You know how we could though, if we gained a lot more uh, superconductors, uh, and then those superconductors would get to hang out with us in our co-working session. Where last week we actually did get to hang out with a new superconductor. Uh, don't didn't get her permission to just talk about all of her stuff. Well, kind of did, kind of didn't. Not sure. It's going to be confusing. Uh, Javier, thank you for fixing this. So we had a a really cool uh, brand new superconductor join us, and I will talk a little bit more about what they're doing uh, in our shout outs, but we had a great time uh, introducing someone to the community, kind of talking about what we do. The vibe was really cool. And sometimes that's just the best part about our co-working sessions is you can always expect a really good vibe. And whether you're getting a bunch of stuff done or you're just chatting or you just need to let it out and, you know, relax for a little bit, our co-working spot is the place to do that. So if you want to do that, you can join us in the next co-working session next Tuesday um, by becoming a superconductor. Visit imasuperconductor.com and become a member today. Letter I, letter M, letter A, superconductor.com. And fun fact, I just renewed that vanity URL today. I thought you were just, I thought you were about to say you just renewed your superconductor membership. membership. <laughs> it's like Kathy, um <laughs> hate to tell you this. No. No. I, the URL. The URL. Yep. Uh I think that means it's time for connection check. Zap, but before we zap, shout outs. Um 
because oh, I yeah. was so I, I, yes. Yeah. So the the reason I was so awkward in the co-working space or in the co-working last week thing was um, that new co-worker, uh, her name is Brittany, and she also runs a really cool newsletter that has a few thousand people getting getting those issues. And um, she's celebrating her 400th issue. Uh, the newsletter is called workbrighter.co. And the last article that came out a couple of days ago was called Comfortable Consistency, an Anti-Hustle Approach to Habit Building. And like, one, this is really cool because she she breaks down the whole like, this is how I've been consistent. Here's how I've been able to do this for five years, which is great. Um, but also a lot of the things that she talks about in there are so in line with what we talk about on Conduit. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to re go look at the article. There'll be a link in the show notes. Um, but I want to talk about her call to action here. And it just says, are you ready to start working brighter? Productivity isn't black and white and it's personal as hell. There's no single life hacker framework to solve your problems. Like this is the definition of what Conduit is all about. So if you are listening to this show and you like what we're talking about, I think you will also like what Brittany's talking about. Go over to um, workbrighter.co and sign up for that newsletter. It's free. So sign up for it. Yeah, it's absolutely great. And she'll call you a unicorn, which is always my favorite. Yeah. Because everyone deserves to be a unicorn. Absolutely. All right. Now it's time for connection checks. Pizap. Okay. Pizap. What? Yeah. Okay. Pizap. Okay. Pizap. Cool. Uh, Jay, how'd you do? So my connection was to be brave. Um, I was brave. I almost wasn't brave, but it wasn't my fault <laughs> because, uh, the thing that I had to be brave about was as of Sunday, I turned in a letter of resignation to my job to become a full-time YouTuber. Blah, blah, like a, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. Um, no, I, I accepted a role at a, at a, a new place, which meant that I had to give a letter of resignation to my old place. And this was hard for me because I genuinely enjoy the work that I'm doing. And this was something that I've been working towards for a long time and I didn't expect for it to happen so soon. So when it happened, I had to like be brave because there was this moment of like, am I ready for this? But then also like, oh, but I'm, I'm going to have to say goodbye to all these great things and these great people and, and all this stuff. Um, and then my boss went on vacation. So I was like, crap, <laughs> I, couldn't be, I couldn't be brave then because I was like, oh, I can't even let them know. Um, but I, I let them know that process is ongoing now. And uh, there's still a lot of, of fear there, but I, I've had a lot of great conversations, including some with uh, my amazing co-host who uh, 
if if anything that we do really well is we can encourage each other to mm, to yeah. take those jumps that that we should be taking and and work towards kind of our future goals. So with that being said, thank you to uh, the relay community for helping me be brave. Um, also, thank you to my co-host Kathy for helping me to be brave uh, and. Conduit has now outlasted three, two uh, previous employers, and yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll see. Um, I'm I'm really hoping that I'll I'll be a good long fit for this new role that I'm I'm partaking and embarking on. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see what the future brings. Hooray! Hooray! Uh- <laughs> Uh, so Fishy Kai made a comment um, about how our last episode says, I swear I heard a neutral car door sound effect. Um, Wait, I think I know what that was. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The end of the show, if you listen to the full end of the show, it has us flipping the conduit breaker off. Well, we have three conduit switches at the end. Uh, and it sounds because I I've heard the neutral car door sound effect, and it, I think it sounds pretty similar. It's not the same because one's a a car closing, and the other one is a, a switch flicking off. But I bet that's it. That could be it. That yeah. could be it. Uh, and it was um, because we talked about cars last episode, specifically my car. Yeah, we did. Uh, and my um, connection was bullied to be get the uh, oil changed <laughs> in my car, which uh, was not. Uh, so I have a I have an orange circle um, because we had the snowpocalypse last week, which meant nothing was open. However, I am hoping against hope to be able to go after uh, this recording and uh, after I finish a couple other projects that I have to do, hoping to go and do that this afternoon. So hopefully by the time this episode publishes, I'll be able to switch it to a green. Um, but I did also survive birthday times, which we had an incredible time. It was so much fun. Everyone had a blast. Uh, it was so much fun. So... Yeah, we survived. Hooray. Hooray. That leaves uh, us. How about our conductors? Hold on, I have to cough. <clears throat> okay. Um, our soprano of the show, Deborah, says, connection check. I'm going to Iceland. I feel like that's not a connection check. I feel like that's just a brag. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I mean, considering as- that was part of <laughs> her connections last time, yes, it works. I know, I know, but still, I'm jealous. <laughs> um, so I'm prepared as I'm going to be. Uh, Debo, I hope you have a great time in Iceland. Um, have fun. Uh, I don't know what they do in Iceland. I eat blubber. I I don't know. Have fun. <laughs> yes. Um. Next up, 
our shark of the show, Chris, says connection check. My connection was to get my task management system up to date with the work assignments that have come in while I was on vacation. Green check mark. I was able to get my system up to date just in time to take on three more projects. 2024 is already setting up to be a busy year. Congratulations. Our fish bear of the show, Fishy Guy, says green apple, the conduit of health. Ooh, see, I like that. Let's do conduit themes. Um, the conduit of health theme was a success. No one got sick and we're all feeling a lot better. Hooray. Uh, our panda of the show, James, says connection check, green check mark. I successfully finished off and shipped my Vision Pro version of PCALC, which is live on the store now. Hashtag self-promotion. I didn't burn myself out too much, and I'm now taking a small break to recharge. Yay, breaks. I also just want to throw out there that if you are a superconductor, you are totally allowed to self-promote. Yes, please (laughs) self-promote in this. Yes. Our uh, tech podcast listener of the show, Pillix, says, green check, oil change has been made. Wow. It's like it was so easy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. All right. I am searching for a new podcast co-host who will not bully me. I'm guessing that Pillix didn't have to deal with the snowpocalypse, which also. He did it. They did it. uh, Yeah, he did it before because so last week or last episode was Pillix's first time listening live and he has jumped all in into the conductor superconductor lifestyle which we nice. love um and he got his uh oil change scheduled before the live show was over i, I just want to throw out there um i have seen photos from the snowpocalypse and wow like yeah, that was pretty rough. Um, so I'm 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 joking. Yeah, um, it, there was like two inches of ice. Yeah, and like a lot of a lot of places just did not have power. Um, yep. You know, we had I had friends that were just like using generators to keep their refrigerator on um, and running, but like nothing else. Uh, so yeah, it's it heart goes out to everyone impacted by that. Uh, oh, Pillix also said that IKEA restocked the tabletops, um, so the desk was also built, and the clothes have been fixed. And I believe that there were a number of jobs um, that were applied. So yeah, Pillix Pillix like did the thing, did a lot of the things. Wow, holy cow! We are so proud of him. Yeah, he did amazing. Uh, Chintas, our tire advocate of the show, says connection check, yellow circle. I managed to do one run of the four that I intended to do. I did not count on freezing temperatures and flu and realistically lack of sufficient effort. I mean, listen, temperatures and flu, absolutely a valid reason. Yeah, absolutely. So so that makes sense uh but i'm glad that you still got one in and that you gave yourself uh, a yellow circle absolutely our oracle of the show so says green apple it was a good idea to set a vague connection i've been doing some work towards finishing the book chapter by the deadline might not make it but at least tried yep and and i think that's that's fine especially if i remember correctly you were battling some illness too and it's yeah we got to focus on getting better and then get back to the the work work 
thoughts. Our identical twin of the show, Erin, says green circle. I booked my accommodations for the UK in July and August. I haven't booked plane tickets yet, but I'll give myself a pass to spread out those expenses a little bit. I had to pay up front for the hotels as my credit card expires before the trip. Oof. Ouch. Yikes. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. But happy to, I'll be seeing you in the UK. So that'll be fun. Hopefully, hopefully. I hope, I mean, I hope you're going to the UK for the Relay FM switch on live event. But if not, then we'll have to catch you for the next Conduit live event. Um, Yes. Which is happening. I, I don't know when. I don't know when it's happening. No. Our artist of the show, Carly, says, uh, Green Circle, I'm giving myself the pass, even though I missed applying to jobs for a day or two. I made up for it on the other days by applying for more jobs. Hey, I, I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, that totally works. Our pathologist of the show, Laura, says, Connection check, Green Heart. I spent a lot of time this conduit working on tweaking, trying things for some kind of system that would work for me. I'm piloting a paper-based system thanks to some encouragement from me. Uh, And she says, thank you, Uh, which seems to be going okay. Still need some tweaking. See upcoming connection. Yay. We'll see that after the episode. (laughs) Paper productivity for the win. I love it. Our Canadian trivia card enthusiast of the show, Erica, says, Red X, for the third conduit in a row, I failed to organize a shelf or drawer. I think it's time to recognize this particular reorg requires a holistic approach. I can't do it piecemeal. I have an idea. Throw it all in the dumpster. And then you're done. Mm, mm. X- yeah, possibly. That could possibly. Work. Put it in uh, a bin. Yeah, but that's no. Anyways, our mountain dweller of the show, Logan. Logan. Connection check. Green check mark. Daughter's bedroom painted and a giraffe decal on the wall. I also tidied but didn't organize the garage. Well done. That's awesome. That's that's really cool. I'm sure that she will. I'm sure she loves it. Um, That's really cool. See, now you got me thinking about what I should do, which is probably not touch paint at all because... No, I'll just make a mess. Our train enthusiast of the show, Railsy, says yellow heart, travel done, it went great, found two replacement apps for Duolingo to learn German, but I'm ill, stop getting sick, uh, so I haven't done much except sleep, which is fine, luckily getting better. Awesome. Please continue to get better, Railsy. Yes, please. Uh, and lastly, our nameless at the show, nameless connection check, yellow square. I now have a cleaning schedule that I can use to clean the house, but I never actually did any cleaning. You know what? That's okay. Your thing was for, uh, the schedule. So you know what? That's a good start. Uh, we're proud of you. This episode of Conduit is brought to you by Ecamm. Ecamm Live is the leading video production and live streaming studio built for Mac. Ecamm does all aspects of video, not just live streaming. It's perfect for simplifying your workflow. It's easy enough to get started quickly, but powerful enough that you can create just about anything with video. You can do it all with the Ecamm app. Now, I know that, Jay, you started looking at that uh, to see if uh, how it would work for you. What did you think? So I am, I mean, this is this is how impressed I am with Ecamm. I had, for the last couple of years, a professional StreamYard 
subscription that was like probably my biggest expense, like ongoing regularly scheduled expense. And this was so that when I did live streams, I could easily get people into the room and I could have streams going to multiple accounts and uh, be able to bring in chat and do all these things. So when I saw that Ecamm had support for all of this and more for less than what I was paying, <laughs> I was like, that's that's it. I, I canceled that subscription so fast. Um, and I'm going to be trying out Ecamm. I'm really excited. And I've used Ecamm Live before, and I'm, I'm really... I was really impressed with it, especially when you had someone that, you know, as with a lot of these these tools, it takes a little bit of like you got to work with it. And but once you do, like it goes from being good because it's really easy to get started. And if you don't want to to fiddle with it, you'll still get a really cool setup. But if you start toying with it a little bit and building custom overlays and doing all of these little fancy things, you can get a really cool experience out of it. And it's not just for live streaming. You can actually share that Ecamm camera immediately into like Zoom calls and Teams and Slack and Google Meet and all those. So like you can have the most dynamic, um, just vivid presentation of your screen without having to fight against some of those other tools. So I'm I'm all about like diving deeper and deeper into Ecamm and we'll hopefully uh, folks that follow me on YouTube or Twitch or some of those other places will get to see that as well. Yeah, I'm also excited. We use StreamYard over for weekly um, live streams for Dragon Mount. Uh, I don't manage it, but I was really excited to send this over to uh, our live stream guru and say, hey, give this a try. Let's see how it works. And I'm really excited because he seems excited about it, which is a good thing for me. It seems to be really easy. Um, I'm excited to also take a look at it myself uh, in the future. And whether you're streaming, recording, podcasting or presenting, everything's there in Ecamm, including support for multiple cameras and screen sharing. And a live camera switcher lets you direct the show in real time. Stand out from the crowd with high quality video at logos, titles, lower thirds and graphics. Share your screen, drop in video clips, bring on interview guests, use a green screen and so much more. Ecamm Live does it all. Their members are entrepreneurs, marketing professionals, podcasters, educators, musicians, church leaders, bloggers and content creators of all kinds. Get one month free today at ecamm.tv slash conduit using code conduit. That's a whole month free of Ecamm Live at ecamm.tv slash conduit with code conduit. Go there now. Check it out. Our thanks to Ecamm for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Thanks. Woo. Excellent. Amazing. All right. So uh, our topic uh, today comes from a, a couple different uh, inputs. Um, one thing that happened uh, over the last week was a conversation from somebody who has a kid who's a freshman uh, in high school, which is about 13, 14, where they had to do a project planning out their next four years. And this was not just a like a hypothetical, tell us what you want to do type of a thing. 
but an actual like you need to pick your classes in order to be able to graduate type of a project from what I can understand. Um, and additionally, my child, who is also a freshman, um, had a course that had to talk about what they wanted to do after high school, like a writing project. This was a little less intense than this other thing. Um, but that's a lot of pressure to put on a freshman in high school to kind of like make this decision. I know that my child is a little bit uh, unique in the fact that they get really excited uh, planning out what they want to do in the future and like have put a lot of thought into it. Um, and, and it changes a little bit, but not like the overall goal. Uh, but that's rare. Um, and this made me want to want to think kind of about like have the question of like, what did you want to do when you were growing up versus what you do now and also what you kind of want to do in the future? And I know those are big questions and kind of a big topic in general, but uh, we could take it how it goes. So, um, I mean, do you, do you want me to start with the... Uh... Yes. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> the, <laughs> what I do now... And I will I will fast forward this just a little bit because I I think what I'll be doing now is very similar to what I'll be doing in um actually will I be is there is there yes there is a conduit before um the next one but it might even be a systems check I don't know um, oh my goodness I think it's already so quick. it's about that time um so. The role that I'm going into is officially called a staff developer advocate. Um, and I, I put emphasis on the staff part there because I think that that's, that's going to kind of tie into the like future part. Um, the developer advocacy side of it is quite literally the thing that I have wanted to do since before I knew it was a job. Um, I... I have gone to a couple of schools and like basically the job that I have now is not a job that existed when, when mm -hmm. I was, when I was at school. Um, but the primary thing that I do in my job is I am a content creator and a, uh, developer and kind of, Sometimes in that order, sometimes in opposite order. A lot of what I'm doing is having conversations with developers, whether it's developers who are interested in trying one of our products at the company that I work for, um, or I am also building kind of proof of concepts for, for those folks, but I'm also trying to do it from the lens of on behalf of the company. So there's a lot of like, this is how we want you to do this, or here's the best way to do this. And often that means like, here's the least expensive way to do this. Here's the most efficient way to do this. Here's the thing that's gonna be the easiest to maintain. So a lot of what I'm doing is I'm setting standards for how other people should go about using some of the products that um, the company that I work for now provides. And when I go to my new job, it's going to be a, more of the same. It's going to be 
a lot more blog posts, going to be more videos, live streams, kind of those things of, hey, here's how you use these tools in these instances. Um, once you get to the staff part, I think the biggest difference is a lot, probably about the same amount of the creation stuff, but getting other people involved in kind of setting and steering direction on them. So it's it's a leadership, but not quite management. It's more of, hey, we've got to build this thing. Okay, here's what I know about building this thing. Here are some of your strong suits. Why don't you start on this? And then I'll be here making sure that things are going as planned, or I'll be taking some of the knowledge that I have for being in the industry and being involved in the industry to say, hey, we're doing this this way. It might be better um, or more appreciated by our target audience if we try this different approach. These are the, the things that I will be doing more of. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm excited about that because a lot of the times you have to have insight to be able to make those decisions, which means that I'm going to be in more meetings. I'm going to be more heavily involved in the community to gain that insight. Um, and I do all of this because the community that I advocate for, um, in particular the Python community, uh, Python being a programming language that I, I write and I've been using for almost a decade now, um, is a very friendly place. And I want to encourage more and more people to use it, give it a try, get involved in it, contribute to it, build things with it, like all of those fun things. Um, and yeah, this, this is going to give me a work excuse to integrate myself heavier into kind of those spaces. Which is amazing. Cause yeah. I think that's like, you're really hitting a space where you're becoming more and more like enjoying what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. I think, which is, is pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah. I, I think the biggest challenge is, you know, as I mentioned, the the caveat is a lot of the things that I'm doing is on behalf of the company. So there there is like this, hey, at the end of the day, I want you to spend money on the things that we're doing because that's what keeps me employed. Um, but I'm not going to do that at a disadvantage to you. Like I'm going to try to, to give you the best experience for dollar profit for on behalf of the company, but do it in a way that is like, Hey, the way that we're doing this is predatory. We should not be doing this. This is probably a better approach or Hey, the way that we're doing this could be seen as whatever. Um, what I've learned from our community is that it's better appreciated when we approach these topics like this. Um, and it, it's not a matter of, so we can trick them. It's so that the company has the best interests of the developers at heart and that the developers can trust that the company is not doing anything devious or misleading just to make a quick dollar from them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think that's that's a great 
place to be too. I think that um, it's really fitting your, this type of job kind of hits exactly your personality, which is kind of fun. Um, that to, it's fun to think about like what the future brings in this sense. So when I was in school, I mean, growing up for most of my life, I wanted to be a Disney animator. I wanted to do drawing type stuff. Um, <laughs> not, not the job for me. Uh, but the, the type of job that I do now, there's no way I could have even imagined it as an option because the internet wasn't as pervasive as it is now. Like it wasn't even physically possible for me to do that. Uh, cause now I help businesses, um, with support in like a virtual assistant slash online business manager aspect. Uh, basically what I do is I, I give them support in a way that they couldn't do that. Most of them can't afford to have somebody like they don't have an actual office. So they don't have somebody that sits at a desk and answers phones or emails or processing things. Most small businesses, uh, owners wear a lot of hats. And so being able to do that, um, in a way that really is, you know, it fills my cup so much to be able to help people. I mean, I do it for free so much. And so the fact that I get to get paid for it too, is, is pretty great. <laughs> Uh, but th there's no way that this would have happened or been an option uh, in a high school guidance course type of a thing. And I feel like nowadays, a lot of um, a lot of people kind of feel that uh, that it's you can only plan so much because life changes and the world changes and that becomes difficult to actually do that prep work almost. And it, it's hard to turn around and be just tell the kids, oh, well, none of this really matters. Like that's not, that's not a supportive or helpful thing to do. Um, but also you kind of have to do that. Like you can do a little bit of planning, but only so much planning can actually work because things change. And I think that's, that's, so when this whole idea of like, what do you want to do in five years type of a thing? Um, I have a lot of, I don't know if it's necessarily trauma, but I have a lot of like mental concerns with that because I know how quickly life can change so dramatically. And that if I had had this idea of like, this is what I'm going to do with my life, I couldn't have been able to pivot well enough, but that's, not necessarily an excuse that I can allow to not do some prep work, if that makes sense. And so I, I'm kind of going through this shifting phase of my life right now where I am like trying to do some future planning and not letting it affect my emotional standpoint of, yeah, but what if Mr. Soup, you know, has another stroke or something worse happens? Like, it's a delicate balance in my brain. Yeah. And I I think one of the interesting things, and, and we kind of talked about this a little bit in a, in a pre-show um, 
I think the last pre-show, you know, we both have kids um, at very different stages of of childhood. Yes. Um, one that's, you know, your, yours is, is leaving it. Um, and mine is about to move into that next phase of like elementary school and things like that. And I look at just the embracing of passions that your kid has. Yeah. And I've, I've really been trying to use kind of those lessons as a, a guide for my kid of, Hey, let's, I don't, I don't want you to think about being a software engineer or a doctor or a scientist or, or those things now, because, you know, for being honest, that's going to, that's always going to change. The career ambition will change. I mean, even once you're an adult, it changes. I didn't get into the career that I was in until I was, I didn't start working towards it until I was 28, I believe. And I didn't actually land that job until I was 30. So it's, it's definitely hard to try to say like, yeah, focus on being a doctor and align everything so that you're a, a really good doctor when ultimately if my kid likes to draw or paint or dance or do Brazilian jujitsu, which these are all things that my kid likes to do, like try to develop those skills in a way that's fun and look how some of those things can be applied practically to whatever job, you know, she winds up getting into. And, and I mean, ultimately, Kathy, I feel like that's what's happened for you. Like you didn't, you didn't have a course on how to be a, a business unicorn, but you had a bunch of skills that you were able to do. And, and honestly, you know, I think we've talked about this before. The fact that you are a caretaker, I think allows you to have an added perspective to businesses because that's kind of what you're doing for some of those businesses is you're like taking care of them. Um, you're doing a lot of the things that the, the owners of that business are struggling with to do on their own. So you're able to prioritize, you're able to apply focus and, and kind of direct in areas that, that those folks didn't probably have training on how they were doing what they were doing either. So you're able to just assist them and help them grow. But I I don't think that there is an, like, again, I don't think you can go to like a weekend class and be like, boom, I got this now. Um, I think going to that weekend class gives you something that you can add to the list of other skills that you have that will make you fantastic at what you're setting out to do. Yes. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's been interesting to kind of have like be open to changes and options and things like that's, that's something that I want kind of the takeaway for this is that plan, but be ready to pivot. Um, I remember when we were planning for the birth of my child 15 years ago, which is ridiculous. Um, the, this whole idea of like, you know, you know, there, there were 
people on all of the forums and stuff that were talking about how, you know, make sure that you have your birth plan and that everyone knows about the birth birth plan and and be ready to to, you know, fight for your right to, you know, do whatever. And I like had my ideas of like, I here's, you know, that kind of manifestation journey of like, I'm going to visualize everything that's going to happen. It's all going to be perfect, yada, yada, yada. But still had that self-awareness of, hey, this isn't always how it's going to work. Like there are things that are going to change. And that's okay. Just be ready to make those adjustments and being able to kind of like sit with that and and be ready to like. Make those adjustments, Um, I think it's important for happiness as well as like a, a feeling of, you know, whatever success is uh, for yourself and being able to like, okay, this is, this is what we're going to try and do. And if it doesn't work, that's okay too. I'm not a failure as a human being because I didn't become a Disney animator. And, and so I got to work for Disney and that was fun. No, oh, that sounds, I mean, Listen, we're not talking to you. <laughs> this is I, for no my, for the audience. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I was, I was actually going to say that that actually sounds pretty cool. Like I, I mean, Disney's ability to steal old ideas aside, I think that working at Disney is probably one of the. I mean. I chose the employer that I work for now because at the end of the day, like there are very few companies that are doing work as hard and at the scale that, you know, they do now. So I'm like, oh, this is you get a whole different perspective and doing things for a company like Disney, I, I think is is similar where you're like, oh, you know, you're thinking about things and you're doing stuff, but you've never had to think about it at the scale of right. a theme park or a movie or, or this thing, this, you know, multi-billion dollar industry. Um, so I, I think that that's, that's really, really cool. But I'm, I'm also really interested in something that happened today in our um in our connection checks where i i can't remember who it was but one of them was like this is like my 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 theme of the the conduit um and i know we've we spent a lot of time talking about themes uh, because it's that time of year where people have themes and resolutions and things like that. It's but, Fishy Kai, by the way. Okay, I'm shout out to Fishy up Kai. and looking at the at the at the, the, at the notes. You yeah, know, just I, just saying. I, I can't do two things at once, and I'm looking at the Discord. <laughs> so yeah, it's not gonna happen. Um, but yeah, like when Fishy Kai said that, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool because you know we do these conduits you know, as a, as a two week thing. And I've, I've heard of like the 12 week year and all these other ideas that talk about giving intentional focus for a shorter period of time to accomplish more than what you feel like you would normally be able to do. And I, I really think that there's some value in that. And in fact, one of the things that I love watching are, uh, there's a YouTuber that does like these graphic designs in Blender. 
and like he wanted to be a video game anim- animator and and his whole thing was like i rendered a skull every day for a month and here are the things that like here's what i knew going in and like here's how i got better and sometimes i would focus on just making the nose portion the nose hole portion of the skull better um and like dialing in those individual things and learning little things and like we like my daughter had a birthday party to go to and she wanted to color a picture and you know i sat with her and i was like hey you know you draw these pictures and you drew them kind of small so there's not a lot of detail in what's happening again this is me talking to a five-year-old like she's a you know a 30-year-old um but i just explained like hey can i draw a picture and have you color it and I don't think she's ever seen me draw or try to draw or do anything. And I'm not a great artist, but what I do know is that if you draw a picture larger, it adds more opportunity to add detail. And that was something that she had never thought about. And after I showed her, I was like, yeah, see, now you can actually, you know, color in the nose area and the cheeks and you can make the cheeks slightly different colors and, and things like that. The next time that she drew, her picture was a lot larger and had a lot more details in it. And and that's where like I I'm saying all of this to say that like I think that there's power in saying I want to focus on developing these skills and I'm going to give myself a set amount of time to really just dive in and try to learn as much as possible, even if it means like. I want to focus on this one small portion of this much larger thing and just give it all the attention that I can for a week or for a couple of days and let that become something that makes me better at what I do. Yeah, I think it's important too, just in general, to always be learning and always being open to more information. Uh, The second that you shut down and stop being flexible or open to new information, that moment you limit yourself in so many ways and, and you're not able to do things that you might enjoy doing, uh, and that you might kind of learn new things about yourself because you've shut down and you're like, I am only learning C plus plus that's a that's a programming language still right yes i don't know if it's i mean it's used. It's, it's, it's it's an old one right you're good you're good okay yeah. okay so if somebody is like well c plus plus this is the only thing that i've learned i i don't want to learn anything else well the second that it stops being useful uh now what are you gonna do i mean the best part of that is you those skills transfer Absolutely. But if you are setting the line and saying, I am not going to learn anything else. Well, you can't, the skills transferring doesn't matter because you're, you're setting that hard limit. So I, Kathy, I think there was a a second part to your topic, uh, that I want to hear from you because I'm really interested in what you're going to be doing or what you hope to be doing in five years. Well, like I said earlier, I'm still working on the trauma around future planning um, because I don't know. I If we are at where I'm at now in five years, 
amazing. That would be incredible. I would be super happy. I don't know what changes I want to make. Um, and my problem is, is that if I start thinking about that, I start spiraling a little bit and I need to talk with my therapist about this, I'm sure, because uh, I, I can tell that this is a big thing um, is I start being concerned about what else could go wrong. However, in five years, my kids are going to be in college. I am going to be a quote unquote empty nester. Uh, and that's a little weird to think about. So, yeah. Let's just say I am working on it. <laughs> what about I, you? Well, no, you're not getting off that easy. Oh, darn it. <laughs> I I think that more of the same is is great. More of the same in a different space, in a different life, in a different scenario, I think is, is fantastic. I mean, uh, I, I haven't kept the same job for more for two years, um, in almost six years now. And I want that to change myself. Like I want to have some longevity at a single place. The last job that I held for over five years was right before I went into tech and it wasn't because I wanted to, it was, I mean, even in that role, I switched roles. I went from it to marketing I haven't held a job for five, the same job for five years since the military. And that one, you're kind of contractually obligated to otherwise yeah, you, go you don't to jail. have a lot of choices. Yeah, there. exactly. Um, and I couldn't count that. I couldn't wait until, you know, that was over. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there's a part of me that like, wow, five years doing the exact same thing and still liking it. Like that's, that is a dream. <laughs> that is a goal. <laughs> yeah. But what's really interesting, I guess for me, I want to be doing the same thing, but for different reasons. Um, so this this cross-country move we made last year, a part of that was so that, you know, money goes a little bit further in Georgia than it does in California. And that puts us in a position to where we can start saving money. We can start doing more things with our money. And and this new job that I'm going to puts me in a different financial position. Um, it's it's going to be a, a very nice little increase um, to what I'm bringing in. And I'm hoping that that'll give us the ability to potentially pay off the rest of the money that we owe on our house. Um, so... It would be about actually five years if if we were aggressive and we like went at it and didn't really do anything else. I think we could do it in five years. Um, I have been very open about how life will change once the last big debt that we have, which is the house, is is paid off. At that point, we'll be debt free. And the things that I'll be doing, I'll be doing them purely because I want to, not because I feel like if I don't, I can't take care of my family. Um, I am working on our, the community that I put together. We are actually partnering, we're working on partnering with a nonprofit. And a part of that is that I can focus on letting that raise money that I don't have to pay anymore. Um, and it gets all the whole nonprofit status stuff. And in five years, the goal for that is to become its own nonprofit. So 
it'll be a lot less time focusing on the day job and more time focusing on being an executive director or being or helping launch a, a nonprofit to, to do these big things and helping the community out and doing the same thing that I'm doing now where I'm advocating for the community, but there's less of a focus on behalf of the company and just more focus on, on behalf of the people in that community. And I, and again, I do all this stuff now, but there's a, a clear and obvious balance when at the end of the day, you're like, I want to help these people, but I also want to make sure that my family is fed when the feeding the family part becomes significantly easier, it gives you the ability to make decisions that are not as weighted. And yeah, I'm hoping in five years, I mean, I may not make it, but I'm hoping that in five years I can start looking at the same thing that I'm doing, hopefully at the same company um, and saying, okay, how do we start transitioning this into a less about me, less about me and the company and more about me and the community? Yeah, I think that's that's a great that's a great thought and a great idea to put it through, like put that kind of format in your brain almost. Um, I love that. It's awesome. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah. So go us is what I'm saying. Um, be ready for the future. Oh, oh, I forgot to throw it. I forgot to also throw out there in five years. I hope to still be doing conduit. That's uh, yes. I'm, I'm, sh I'm sure that's like an, an obvious, but, you know, life life happens and life does get hard. So like I, I would say there there isn't like conduit doesn't have this like I am willing to work on this to meet this like end goal. Like, no, this is this is I'm hoping will be a, a long, long, long term commitment. I hope to retire from doing a, a conduit thing after I retire. <laughs> I don't know if it'll look the same. That's a long time from now. Yeah. But I hope that, you know. There will be conduit adjacent things happening into my retirement. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, all right. Well, with that, what what is your connection for the next conduit? Oh, uh, conduit will pivot to AR in five years. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. You hope. If, <laughs> you hope, James. Um, James will do the conduit app for us, um, yes. is what I'm hearing. Um, I, I, I don't. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Hey, don't hurt yourself. I know. There's smoke. Um, so. We are dealing with the situation right now where our refrigerator, or at least a portion of it, the water dispenser, uh, is causing our the it's it's leaking. Um, so we can't use it because every time you use it, it spills water everywhere. Um, that being said, we didn't know that this was happening because the water was still working like we thought it was. Um, because of that we will likely have to have our homeowners insurance like start making repairs. Um, and that's going to require stuff. We're going to have to get people involved and do planning and all that stuff. I don't know 
how far down this road I'll be able to get because we thought it was fixed yesterday and apparently it isn't. It's showing the exact same problem. So mm. we're it's the 23rd as we're recording. The next appointment for them to actually come out and fix it is the 31st. And that is that puts us further behind where we are already trying to be on this. I'm going to have to like kick it into high gear to get, we have to get someone to come in and rip up the floor and make sure that there's no mold and do all that stuff. And then make sure that the wood is all dried out and then quote us on replacing it and doing all that stuff. So I'm hoping to get all of that done as it makes sense to in the next conduit, because I'm mean, naturally a lot of this stuff is, Oh, well, it hasn't happened yet. So I can't do anything. And then once it does happen, will I have the, the muster to actually be proactive and start like making phone calls and, and getting stuff done? That sounds like a perfect, perfect conduit, uh, connection to yeah. do. Um, my connection is to switch the legs on my standing desk. They've been here for a while now, and I keep getting frustrated because I have to take everything off my desk to replace it. And that just makes me pre-tired. Um, but I would really like to be able to stand at my desk and without it shaking and then maybe i can you know actually get it an under desk treadmill which by the way if anyone has a recommendation for an under desk under desk treadmill that they enjoy uh send it to me please and thank you the, um the one that i have is it's kind of big but it is good okay so i can share well, that with you yeah send that to me okay. um so yeah, uh, it's going to be swap the legs on my desk. Uh, what is what about our conductors? Well, our soprano of the show, Debo, says uh, enjoy Iceland because yeah. I'm not jealous. You're jealous. <laughs> Have a good time, Debo. <laughs> Our shark of the show, Chris, says my connection for next time is to commit to working out four days a week per four. Wow. To working out four days per week minimum. It doesn't matter if it is running, weight training or yoga. Just get intentional movement in my day. Yes. May I recommend fun, crazy dancing when you brush your teeth? Also yoga. Minutes. Shout out to yoga. I can't yeah. do yoga right now because physical therapy, but uh, soon. We'll be back. We'll be back to being limber and flexible. Yeah. Um, our fish bear of the show, Fish Guy, says, I'm going to continue the theme of health and focus on exercise. Oh, the theme of health and focus on exercise. It has slipped a lot during the last few months, and I need to get back into doing something. Is, is this the, the fitness conduit week? Is this what we're doing? <laughs> uh, you mean the fitness conduit fortnight? Yeah, it's not, not wrong. a week. The fitness conduit conduit. <laughs> well, something like that. Uh, our panda of the show, James, says next connection, survive birthday season, which starts with my own birthday on the 25th and then three more close family birthdays over the course of two weeks. It is a lot. Yes. I read yes, that as is. James was turning 25 and I was so 
concerned. <laughs> I was like, James, you've done all this stuff and you're only 25. What am I doing with my life? Yeah, I think I would uh, cry. I would absolutely ball up into... I mean, James, you could have done all this when you were 25. Maybe not exactly when you were 25, because I don't know I don't know you from like back then, but I'm really impressed with the trajectory of your career. Um, and if you were only 25, I would be very, very embarrassed. <laughs> He's 25 twice. <laughs> oh, so, so 20, 20, 252, 252, got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, sir, are a fantasy creature. <laughs> Our tech podcast listener of the show, Pillix, says, keep applying to jobs and keep hope in finding a new one. Five applications per week is the goal. Hey, you can absolutely do it. Um, I I mean, I am finding a bunch of job openings, so keep hope if you're looking for software engineering jobs. Um, LinkedIn is rife with them right now. Um, but also, I guess, remember that layoffs did just happen at a lot of places. So I'm sure that there are the, the market is probably saturated right now. So don't, I mean, I, I tell this to everyone that's applying to it for any jobs, don't get discouraged if there's not a lot of replies. It's probably, it's not that you're not worth it or worthy or whatever. It's a numbers game. <laughs> it is yes. like they're, they're, Hi, 400 people applied to this job and we have to interview three. Um, so I, I can understand how that can be a little discouraging. But just remember, there's a lot of folks out there that are looking for work. But five applications a week sounds doable. You got this. You can do it. Absolutely. Our tire advocate of the show, Chintas, says next connection, try a more realistic form of my last connection and get back up to at least two workouts a week, whether they be running or something else inside hiding from the cold. Yes, you can do this. Stay warm. Stay healthy. Stay warm and healthy. Uh, our Oracle of the Show soap says finish the chapter if I can, then take some time off in the first week, much needed time off that is, in the first week of February and do my best at a job interview. Hey, uh, you got this, you can do it. Absolutely. So I believe is right now at a job interview. So let's take a moment as we are recording this on January 23rd, send Soph all the good vibes. Let's take a moment. Um, oh, that hurt my neck. So <laughs> <laughs> our identical twin of the show Aaron says new connection got inspired from our company retreat last week to bring something forward to my manager regarding ideas of projects I can focus on to keep myself busier during downtime or when I'm blocked by other pending work I think that is absolutely fantastic our artist of the show Carly says I'm having a hard time thinking of a new connection so I'll just repeat the last one hey that's valid Apply to yeah. at least one job each weekday. I like it. Perfect. Our pathologist of the show, Laura, says new connection. Keep up the consistency. This year's theme. Hi, Jay. And working on my system. Paper and digital systems get very cluttered with new tasks very quickly. Experiment with ways to bring these random tasks to the forefront more regularly so I will actually do the things instead of them living forever on a list. Yes. Yes. Big, big fan of that paper planning. You got this. 
our Canadian trivia card enthusiast of the show, Erica, says, I've started a new system for planning meals and exercise, and my goal is to stick with it for a couple more weeks to see how it works for me. Um, I wish you the best in this. I yawned and my brain just like evaporated all thoughts for a second. <laughs> Our mountain dweller of the show, Logang, Logang, says, next connection, start my biggest writing project of the year, officiating my best friend's wedding. Oh, I'm so excited for you. That's so much fun. Our train enthusiast of the show, Railsy, says, uh, get back to normal and work out a connection when you do. <laughs> you got this, yes. Rosie. Get better. Absolutely. Our nameless of the show, nameless, says new connection. Follow the cleaning schedule for at least five days. This conduit, you can do it, and you can also can do a connection. If you would like to submit a connection, you can do so in the relay Discord at the hashtag show follow up channel by starting your message with the conduit emoji, putting your connection after. You can also submit feedback by clicking the link in the show notes or using the submit feedback button at relay.fm slash conduit. Visit imasuperconductor.com to become a member today to get access to pre and post show banter, an ad free episode and a co-working session in the off weeks with Jay and myself. Uh, our pre-show was, you know, capitalism and consumerism discussions about the Stanley Cubs uh, and our post-show banter, I will be quizzing Jay on the name of baby animals. <sighs> See if what he knows. Round uh, two. La <laughs> <laughs> lastly, check out youconwear.com for some great conduit merch. Thank you to Ecamm for sponsoring this week's episode. Hey Jay, did we conduit? We con did it and will continue to con do it um apparently still after we retire now that i've thrown that out there good right Lord. thanks for I that <laughs>